Well, a few years back, um, <laughs> more than a few these days, uh, back when I was working as a youth pastor, um, I was privileged and honored to serve at a church in Tulsa. And in that church, I had a pastor that would each and every year share the Christmas story straight from the scriptures. And, um, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that every time I gather um, to teach and preach the word, my observations and my words, hopefully they matter and they illuminate and clarify. But ultimately, the only thing that can truly change a life has nothing to do with me. It is simply the scriptures that come to us and meet us where we are. And so today, we let the Christmas story speak for itself. I'll share a handful of words, a very short amount of time at the end. But more than anything else, I'm going to be basically reading straight from the scriptures so that you can hear the story from God's own hand that has come for you and come for me to change our life and our world. And so this day, we honor the scriptures, we honor the God who invaded our world, and we honor the light of the world, Jesus Christ. This is known as the greatest story ever told. It began with a prophecy from the man that we know as Isaiah. In about 730 to 700 BC, Isaiah, the Jewish prophet, uttered and then later wrote down these words that are saved in the book that is called by his name. He said these words, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and on those living in the land of deep darkness a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And those words were promised and spoken about 700 B.C., a long, long time ago. And in many ways that felt like a promise that was given that did not yet get fulfilled for many people. But God always fulfills His promises. And because of that, when the time was right, He sent His Son, Jesus, into the world to save the world that He had created. And this is how He did it. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin who was pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And you will conceive and bear a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come over you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One that is to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is known to be barren and unable to conceive 
is now in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be to me as you have spoken. And then the angel left her. And at that time, Mary went and made ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered the home of her relative Zechariah and greeted his wife Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth, who was also pregnant with a child of her own, heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped within her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and in a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child that you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And at the sound of your greeting, when it reached my ears, the baby that was within my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is His name. When Jesus' mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. And because Joseph was a holy man and did not want to put her to public disgrace, he had in mind that he would divorce her quietly. But while he pondered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because that which is conceived within her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And now all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. And in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree, and it went out that all of the world should be taxed. And this was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Bethlehem in Judea, for he was of the house and the lineage of David. And he went there together with Mary, his wife, who was pledged to be married to him and expecting a child. And while the time came for her to be delivered, she was there in Bethlehem. And there she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. For unto you is born this, city, uh, this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with that angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. So as the angel returned to heaven, 
The shepherds said to one another, Let us even go now unto Bethlehem and see this thing which God has made known unto us. And they found the baby wrapped in cloths just as was told to them by the angel. They found the baby with his mother and with his father in the stable. And when they had seen him, they spread word about what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds were saying unto them. But Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of Herod the king, there were magi who came from the east saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? We have seen his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. And when Herod heard these things, he was greatly disturbed, and all Jerusalem was disturbed with him. And Herod said to the wise men, Go and make careful search for the child, and when you have found him, come and tell me where he is so that I too may go and worship him. And so after they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star that appeared to him when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And then when they saw the star there, they were overjoyed. And on coming into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary bowed down and worshiped him. And they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Let's sing the song, We Have a Savior. And being warned in a dream, the wise men were told to depart back to their country by another route. And so they did so. And when they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and escape to Egypt, and then stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. And so he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt where he stayed until the death of Herod. And that was fulfilling the prophecy which the Lord had said, out of Egypt I have called my son. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, the wise men went back to their country by another route. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard, which was just as they had been told by the angel. And the angel returned to heaven after their grand announcement. And years later, Joseph and Mary, being human, passed away. But the light of the world continues to shine. The Christ child that was born so long ago continues to live not only in history, but in the hearts of all of those who will welcome him in. In just a moment, I'm going to ask for all of the, maybe a representative from each household, to come and get the candles that you need for your family to have that light. And then if you will come and have a moment to light your own individual candle off of those that have been lit in the, the sanctuary and from person to person, we will have each one of us have um, a, a little a bit of that light that we have uh, as we celebrate the birth of Christ. So if you would 
Please send a representative from your household and come. And there are candles that are here and here. And then there are some that are going to be provided for the others if we need additional. So please come. And each one of you come and light a candle for your household. Come ahead. And then take enough candles for you to be able to give to each one who is in your household. This is like my favorite part where I can see your faces and each one of you light it up just a little bit. It's so beautiful and so nice. You know, for just a moment, I want to just mention that as Christ came into a dark world and fulfilled that prophecy, those that are walking in darkness have seen a great light. Here's what I would be reminded and what I would like to remind you this Christmas. It's a funny thing that our world celebrates every December, and I don't know how much you guys have thought about it. I don't know how much it's meant to you or kind of changed your mind. But it's a funny thing to be walking through Dick's Sporting Goods or a department store and hear a song that declares Jesus to be the Lord at His birth. It's like a clash of the secular and the sacred all happening in a way that's kind of unique during Christmas time. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? But it reminds me that as Jesus came to be the light of the world, Christmas is a little different and we can all feel it. It's people who haven't cared about others for 11 months that begin to make donations to a charitable organization or go and serve somewhere because it's Christmas time and that's what you do. And then the sad thing happens when January begins and once again we become self-focused and we start thinking of all the new New Year's resolutions that we're going to go to and we cease to again focus on Christ. But we can all feel it as a different kind of world whenever He is allowed to be the light of the world. Our world is pushing Christ out, and I'm not here to make some sort of grand statement, but here's what I want to say. The people walking in darkness saw a great light when Christ invaded their world. That's what the Scriptures tell us. And from everything that I can see and from everything that I have experienced over the last few years, darkness is getting deeper and deeper. It's harder and harder to feel like there is light in our world. No matter who you are politically, no matter who you are, you know, in your background or your heritage or whatever it might possibly be, the truth is, is that it is harder and harder in 2022 to beat back the darkness. It should not be this way. It should be that as things improve in our world, as technology leaps forward, as medical expan uh, expands in the better direction, we should be seeing more light, but yet we are not. There is just as great a need for the light of the world as there ever has been, and I would dare to say even more. Here's what I would share with you. 
if you feel that darkness closing in on you, the antidote is not more of anything except for allowing the light of the world to have more say in your life, more room in your heart, more area in your headspace. It is all of these things put together. It is, again, a different kind of life that we catch a glimpse of for even about 35 days or so as Thanksgiving ends and as Christmas comes about. But then we turn around and go back to the darkness and wonder why it keeps getting deeper in our own lives. He came to be the light of the world. Not for all men, but for every man. It's easy to say he came to be the light of the world for all of us. But where it really gets powerful is where you say, he came to be the light of the world for me. And I needed it desperately. Just as I have a feeling when you have had darkness invading in your world, you knew you needed the light. And Christ came humbly the first time he came. And the truth of the matter is, is he will not elbow his way in and say, I am the king of the world Somebody who's in this room, in this inn, should make room for me. He will not make himself your light. But if you choose him, the darkness is dispelled. It is important that we all know that we celebrate the Christ child, not because of the fact that it's a cool story or even the greatest story ever told, but because it has life-changing power even to this very day. 2,000 years later. And because of that, we celebrate him. And the pace of our world and the pace of our lives prevents us from uh, putting those things which are most important at the center. But I would encourage you, take time to be silent today and allow him to speak to your heart about those things which are actually important, life-giving and world-changing. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild sleep in heavenly peace sleep in heavenly peace Shepherds quake 
Father, we praise you and glorify you as the Son of God who still yet lives, the Emmanuel God with us who is the light of the world and the light of our own personal lives. We thank you and glorify you and ask, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts and be with us and give us the strength that we need, Lord, during this time and going forward, God. We need your light within our lives. And for those who are walking in great darkness, I pray that they would see your great light and that it would change them from the inside out. Lord, we love you and thank you, especially for this time of year. We give you praise, honor, and glory and declare you to be King of kings and Lord of lords. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone together said, Amen. Amen. All right. So if you would please stand with me and go ahead and extinguish your uh, candles there. I just want to say to each and every one of you, Merry Christmas. It's great to see you here. May God bless you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, I hope that you have a, a great time with your family, with your friends. And uh, again, just remember that Jesus is the reason for our season that we celebrate. Uh, if you have any questions or need anything as far as going about the, uh, the gifts that we are giving for our White Envelope Project, you can see me right up here, or you can see Miss Alicia, and I saw her, she's right back there in her normal spot, uh, and you can see Miss Alicia right here on this back row. And guys, thank you so much. Love you guys. Y'all be careful. Have a great Christmas. And y'all are dismissed. Thank you. Merry Christmas, y'all.